can't do whatever it is you're doing here, you need to leave. I told you, no twerking during takeoff. Mm, that's a classic line. I can't believe there's a universe where I wouldn't know that my dad had a water buffalo named Gary Hoffman. Yeah, I got my mom had a friend named Shannon Farron. What a great name. I feel like this is my new favorite show. Gary and Shannon. You say that about every show. <laughs> this is fun. I am having fun. Gary and Shannon, KFIAM640, more stimulating talk. People will show you who they are. Believe them. This Florida shooter showed everyone who he was his entire life. Big problems as early as middle school. Vocal outbursts, disturbing drawings of stick figures with guns, constant disciplinary issues. Student after student went to the administrators, went to their parents, went to adults they could find and said, this kid's scary. This kid's a mess. He has weapons. But the school wanted to treat it like a mental health thing, an outreach thing, a let us help you thing and not a law enforcement thing. Bunch of programs to keep kids out of the justice system, it looks like, in this district in Florida. A bunch of programs to help troubled students because they didn't want them to go down the law enforcement track. Well, that may have been a massive mistake. The guy just uh, just appeared in court also in Florida. I don't know exactly. They're working out some of the details about what's going to go on with uh with the rest of this case, but they were um, just talking about whether they were going to release his medical records. Oh, well, and the judge said no. I don't think it matters if they release his medical records. We kind of know everything about his behavior at this point, and the, the medical records are just going to get into more details about times and opportunities that they had to keep this guy away from the rest of his classmates, and that never happened. In recent years, Broward schools became a leader in. The national move toward a different kind of discipline. You guys, this is important stuff here. You've got kids, even if you don't have kids. I didn't know this was going on in the schools. Broward schools became a leader in this move about disciplining kids, not really using discipline, but helping them address the root causes of their misbehavior. They want to combat what is known as the school-to-prison pipeline. They want to give teenagers a chance to stick with their education rather than get derailed by criminal charges. Beginning back in 2013, Broward stopped referring students to police for about a dozen infractions. Instead, students who get in trouble for those things are offered an alternative program that emphasizes counseling, conflict resolution skills, a referral to community social service agencies. Guess what? With this kid, all of that stuff was done. But why? I I guess that even if you are in love with the idea that you can uh, alter someone's feelings in this case, there is a point where a kid is so broken that that's not going to work. Teacher said, looking in his eyes, you knew something was wrong. You knew something was wildly wrong. He threatened people on uh, wrote threatening statements on his notebook he made a reference to killing president obama saying he should be burned alive and eaten there were several teachers that banned this guy from their classrooms at middle school because of his erratic behavior 
I wonder. Um, I have uh, I have a couple of teachers in my family. My sister's a teacher. My um, she's a teacher in junior high, and then my wife's brother is a teacher at a high school. I wonder if I asked if I called them right now and asked them, "Hey, do you know somebody? Do you have one kid in mind who, if something happened at your school?" He would be number one suspect in all of this. My dad taught for 35 years, public school system in San Francisco, not the best area um, at times. You know, he would teach uh, fourth, fifth, junior high kids, and he has stories of kids bringing knives to school and all of that. But this kid seems to have been a problem every step of the way, every grade from middle school, several different classrooms. It wasn't that he brought a weapon to school for his own protection or he was a scary kid. All the boxes are checked from the threats, the killing animals, the uh, the the profanity, the the fighting, all of that. Uh, teachers said they were so uncomfortable around him they didn't want to be in the classroom alone. That in middle school he was banned from bringing a backpack to school. I don't know where you go. I- where you go is you got to call the police. Now, Broward County Sheriff's Department says they had 20 calls about this kid over right. the year. And the, well, F- the two tips to the FBI. Two tips to the FBI. But none of these dots were connected to take this kid out of the alternative track of feelings management and scared the hell out of by a cop. You know, never underestimate police officers when you're dealing with teenagers. Because police officers will scare kids straight in many situations. And I don't know if it could have been done here. Or, but this kid should have been on the law enforcement track. Or if they do try to scare the kids straight and they don't get a reaction, that cop knows. Yes. That is a red flag that the kid didn't react to an authority figure like that. This is a bad seed. Right. And, and that's the weirdest part about all of this. I got to imagine that that even though, I mean, today's a holiday, so there's no school in session that I know of. But the first thing that par- that that administrators are going to do, as uncomfortable as it might make them, you got to have a school site meeting where you go, listen, guys, this is uncomfortable. This is awkward, may even potentially be unconstitutional. But I want to come up with a list. I want to come up with a list of of current students or a recent past students who we know who we know could be a threat to this school that not only have they had behavior problems, not only have they had in-class outbursts, profanity tirades that uh, came out of nowhere, problems at home that we know of and we can document, health issues that we have clearly seen, mental health issues that have reared their ugly heads, uh, potential contact with police, all of these things. We get all of these things together and go, you know what? There's six or eight kids on here that we need to make sure that the sheriff's department knows about or the local police department knows about so that if anything happens – If anything happens, we at least did our due diligence. Instead, we're going the opposite way and just throwing the really bad seeds into these counseling programs that don't do crap. And it's, well, I don't want to say they don't do crap because I would imagine they didn't do crap for this for this kid. Right. But we don't know how many kids have gone through there and have been. I'm sure it works for some kids and I'm sure it keeps some kids out of law enforcement's hands that, that shouldn't be there. But when you've got teachers saying, I. Be fine. Holidays Sometimes fine. you've got to pull back the curtain to find out how lonely it is at the traffic center on a right. holiday. <laughs> um, but anyway, we'll talk more about this. Uh, it, it looks like kids, by the way, were, were, like I said, talking to any adult they could find to say, hey, this is a, this guy's a problem. They went to administrators. They went to school counselors. Hell, they went to the head of the school security about this. And that's why the kid was expelled, it turns out. But then what happens? Does the school just... 
wipe their hands of this kid? Well, there's there's a trust issue there. I would imagine that the school trusted that law enforcement would have this guy on their radar, which it appears they did to some degree, but not enough to prevent what actually happened last Wednesday. All right, more on this coming up next. Gary and Shannon, KFI AM 640. Mark wrote to us. Uh, at Gary and Shannon on Facebook. It goes on at every school because if kids are expelled or suspended, the school loses state money. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think that's the that's the reason for this, that they're going to no, keep think... a, a potentially violent and dangerous student in school just so they get their state no, allocation. No, but it does make sense why they'd be throwing weight behind the program to throw them into yes, you know another track. Yeah. Well, in this case, the Florida shooter, his middle school, his high school teachers referred him to individual. They referred him to family counseling. They held parent conferences. They talked with social workers. They sent him to in-school suspension. They sent him off campus. They even sent him to a school for emotionally disturbed youth. And then finally... After he was disciplined for a fight that he got into at Stoneman Douglas High School, they asked for an assessment for the threat that he posed to the school. And I don't know where I don't know who that comes from. I don't know if that's security personnel employed by the district or that you have law enforcement coming in uh, from outside agencies and doing this assessment. But he was ultimately expelled, which, of course, we know because it happened about a year before he came back with a gun. The thing is, everybody who knew this guy, everybody knew in the schools and mental health authorities that he was entrenched in the process for getting students help rather than referred to law enforcement. If he was in all these programs, if he had all these red flags planted firmly in his past and present, why was he able then to go make this purchase? Why was he able to have an AR-15 in his possession? Purchase it, pass the background check, And the people that he stayed with, they must have known he had all these problems. Hell, you know mom knew. And I don't like to talk ill about the dead. She died a little after Thanksgiving last year, but mom knew. Mom was in all those parent-teacher conferences. Mom knew when he was sent to the special school. Mom knew when he made the purchase. All of that. Right. Well, this this is the, um, the, the adopted parents who took this guy in have an explanation for what it is. Well, these aren't the adopted parents. These are the parents that... Took him in after he was. That's what I mean. His mom died after his adopted mother died. Yeah. And and after all this happened, at one point you did get a chance to, to see Nicholas, and and what did you say to him? Did he, and did he speak back to you? Did he say anything back? It was at the um, police station when they were going past us, and I basically, I went after him. I really wanted to struggle just to strangle him more than anything, and I just everything I wanted to say just didn't. I I tried to reserve myself. I said, "Really, Nick." Really, you know, yelled at him, and he mumbled something, but I didn't hear it. And he said he he said he was sorry. He said he was sorry, but I didn't hear that. I was just furious and heartbroken, uh, absolutely, just heartbroken, devastated. I, I and still can't process it what he's done because this wasn't the person that we knew, mm-hmm. not at all. And so, and he was friends with your son. Yes, sir. Right. Uh, how's your son holding up? Uh, he's he's angry. Yeah. He's angry. He's betrayed. He's you know. Um, he's upset. Furious. Um, he was at that school too, and he had friends at that school. Mm. I uh, I feel for this for this family. I mean, they were doing what they thought was the right thing and taking in a kid who 
had had a rough time. He had just lost his mother. Uh, yeah. and, and they had said, I mean, we know that you have weapons but and, and you could bring your AR-15, but you're going to put it in my gun safe and I have the key. At least that's what they thought, that they were the ones that had the key. Listen to this. September 2016, after yet another fight at school, he was referred to social workers, and a week later, the Department of Children and Families opened an investigation. This agency found that it was in the aftermath of a breakup with a girlfriend that this guy, who had been diagnosed with ADHD and autism, was depressed and cutting himself. The investigators found he was also interested in buying a gun. And then concluded he was a low risk for harm. Well, what you're you cutting yourself. <laughs> you are in wild. Thank you. <laughs> what what box needs to be checked for high risk? I mean, and, and, and you don't have to dig deep to find these this kid telling people he was going to kill them, and I'm, I can't wait to see you bleed. These students were reporting these text messages they got from this guy to administrators, to school security officials, and yet none of these dots were connected. I, I wonder if they're just doing it wrong, and this is a weird hindsight look at what is, what's going on, but if they were looking for a deeper mental health issue that, that perhaps, uh, or, or they were blaming it on a mental health issue that doesn't necessarily manifest itself in violence like paranoid schizophrenia people are are legitimately sick i mean they they cannot function when they're paranoid schizophrenics but they don't they don't act out violently for the most part and i wonder if they thought like they were just misdiagnosing this guy because everything that he did up to this point pointed towards violence and and witnesses had said i mean the fights the 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 violent language the threats that he was using against this kid who supposedly was dating his ex-girlfriend all of these things point to violence but they were not willing to look at that or they just assumed that that wasn't that wasn't going to translate into violence someday this is not an emotional kid who needs somebody to talk to this was a kid who was violent from go yeah, and how do you talk that out of a kid? I suppose counseling, et cetera, I mean, not to, not to say that it wouldn't help, but it obviously didn't in this case. Um, there's a whole lot to this. We'll get back into this in the 1 o'clock hour. We'll talk more about what's going on because uh, my daughter, as a matter of fact, started getting some of these messages yesterday and these tweets about the school walkout that is planned, not just for this week. There's also one coming up next, uh, or I should say April 20th, to coincide with the anniversary of the Columbine massacre. And w- what it is that she asked me last night about whether or not she should be involved in that and how I responded to it. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I understand all the upsetment from the kids, and I love that they're all mobilizing and all of this, but could you imagine if your kids, I mean, leave the gun thing aside, imagine if you were a kid in that high school in Florida and you had gone to your supervisors, you'd gone to the teachers, you'd gone to the security officials and said, this guy... And nothing, and yet this was still able to happen. Yeah, you, that's where my anger would be. I think you don't have faith yeah, in any system some, now. Yeah. All right. Uh, when we come back, we'll lighten it up just a little bit. There were a couple of things that happened over the weekend that we got to bring to you, including the um, the uh, the All Star Game national anthem, Fergie. I'm feeling bad for her at this juncture. No, 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 no. What? Well, you're gonna have to explain that because I. Well, it's just because everyone's piling on. That's what we do these days. Yeah, 
not right. Okay. Okay. Now it's not right. I've decided to be the nice police. Oh, boy. Well, get your badge and uh, get your badge ready. Your cuffs ready because you got some handcuffs to put on people for piling on. Got it. Gary and Jana will continue. Do you uh, spend a lot of time watching the All-Star game over the weekend, NBA All-Star uh, game? Zero time until zero this morning time. when what? I watched uh, Fergie's National Anthem. This is another reason I don't like it when my people when people call my dog Fergie. It's not his name. Because he is so 3,008 and you're so 2,000 late. Fergie from Black Eyed Peas and Fergalicious fame. I love Black Eyed Peas. I mean, in 2006, I loved them. <laughs> right. Uh, she came out and uh, sang the national anthem uh, at the uh, at the NBA All Star Game at Staples Center. Oh, okay, right there. Well, okay, that's the so first three notes of the song. Here's the thing. I know what she was going for—a bluesy, jazzy kind of vibe. Um, let the national anthem be the national anthem. It, as I heard somebody say this. Today on social media, it should be about the song, not about you. Don't try to reinvent the wheel. Just sing the damn song. Right. That said, the backlash is crazy. You think it's uh, it's unwarranted? I think it's a little unfair. It's a little, it feels a little heavy. Okay, hold on. She, Fergie, accepted the offer to sing the national anthem at a nationally slash internationally televised sporting event. Mm-hmm. Okay, it was a bad she, call, right? Should we crucify her over a bad creative decision? She stepped on her own landmine. She see that own... kind of reaction right there to me is a little overblown. Socially, she stepped on her own social landmine. <laughs> uh, be, uh, because I mean, she made this decision. Here's the other thing, Fergie, knowing how these things work. Fergie didn't sit in her bathroom for the last three weeks rehearsing this thing, okay? She says to some friends, hey, I got some ideas on how I want to jazz up and bluesy up this uh, national anthem. So she sits a half a dozen people down in her living room. She did? Come on. This is your hypothetical. (laughs) This is my hypothetical. Okay. And she belts out something like this. And I go, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, before you even get into the third word of the song, what are you going for? Here? She's Fergie, so nobody tells her no. Yeah, you know if her team isn't going to be like, yeah, maybe want to reconsider. No, one, one of the criticisms of Fergie, one of the criticisms of people like Katy Perry, uh, is that their their artistry is just their looks. You know that that they can't really sing. She can sing. She can actually sing. So just sing. Just do that thing where you, you sing. And you watch your mouth what you say about Katy Perry. But you get my point. Yeah, There's do. a lot of people who say that they get she it. can't. It's like the shtick. It's right. the whole production. Totally. Um, I just, and I and I think it was terrible, especially towards the end. Yeah. Was the, the banner part was the part that really killed me. I just feel bad because every single person hated it, you know? Through the night, 
unnecessary. <laughs> it's terrible. Right there is when uh, if we can yeah. make fun of Fergie on President's Day, then when can we? Right. I, I Oscar <laughs> as my new role as the nice police dictates. Uh, yeah. When everyone's hating on someone, yep. I'm going to stand by them. All right. <laughs> wow. All right. All right. I'm going to start putting stories to really test that, <laughs> you know, in, in the mix. Okay. <laughs> I mean, unless the person killed someone. Plays some basketball! Oh, yeah. Plays no. basketball. Yeah! <laughs> oh, no. Go ahead. I want to hear the defense of her. I want to, I'm, I'm, I'm eagerly anticipating why you feel like sticking up for her is the right I choice. I think here. that I can stand with her uh-huh. while not defending her actions. Okay. How does that work? I don't know. Uh, I'm new to this nice thing. Shaquille O'Neal says, Fergie, I love you. It was different. It was sexy. I liked it. Leave her alone. Charles Barkley said he needed a cigarette after Fergie's, <laughs> after Fergie's performance. Why she sounded like a phone sex operator while singing this national anthem. That's funny. I mean, there's there, there have been people who have done things to the national anthem that they should be ashamed of. Roseanne Barr. Exactly. She even tweeted uh, that she preferred her own version to. Did she really? Yeah, she said kind of low key, but I preferred my oh, version God. to Fergie. Um, Draymond Green's face said it all. Oh my gosh, that was hilarious. That's two minutes. In. If you haven't seen the video, I think it's like two minutes in. Where is that the one where he's laughing? Was he the one who was laughing? He's the one that's like this. Yeah. <laughs> With his mouth open. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, and, and, then I, he, and then he has like a little smirk right after yeah. that because yeah. he's like, "Whoa!" Even he knows. It's crazy. Come yeah. on, this is just this is silly. It's just. It bothers me because, like I said, she can sing. All of the little vocal gymnastics stuff that she did there Unnecessary. Is, is proof to me she could actually just yeah. sing it and sing it very well if she wanted to. And she did the okay. It was just those couple parts that were, you know. Yeah, I'd off. like to see all of you guys do hey, it. Every time right. somebody sings a national anthem, everybody's always on pins and needles to You're see right. how they're going to ruin it. You're totally and right. And when they do a great job, everybody's like, Wow. We haven't seen that in a long time. Everybody right. did a good job. So, I feel like nobody says anything when you do a good job. You have to screw about? it up to get attention. What do, you, what do you think of when you think of the the, the penultimate? Whitney Houston. Exactly. What yeah, do you mean? But, but that was back when we were nicer people. Nowadays. <laughs> Everybody gave pink credit. Uh, Even though you know, she was sick. She was sick, yeah. yeah. I, would, I, I wish she wasn't sick because I wanted her to sort of usurp Whitney Houston as the next greatest uh, national anthem. No one will ever beat Whitney Houston's. Probably. Just because at that point her voice was so pure. Right. You know? And then you can't. It's like, hard to get that. You can't get rid of people's like memories of it. It lives True. on as a, you know, a, a memory for a lot of people. So. And how about that jumpsuit, that white suit mm. she wore? And she wore a headband sleeves. and everything. Yeah. Oh. oh love the 90s. Where did headbands go? <laughs> Let's bring them back. I'll bring them back. <laughs> that sounded like your dog, Fergie. Fergus. Coming up next, Terror in the Skies. I take it back. I apologize. I didn't mean to call your dog that name. Spangled Banner. <laughs> 
Stop it. You're piling on. <laughs> I don't like you as a nice police. This is an uncomfortable dynamic, and I don't want to have anything to do with it. Gary and Shannon, KFI AM 640. I got that hit to beat the block. You can get that bass on below. I got that rock and roll. There's going to be a gun control rally held in downtown Los Angeles today. Coming up in moments, Chris and Carlos there and is going to be joining us later to tell us uh, all about it. Also coming up in the next hour, Dean Sharp joins us about how your kitchen and bathrooms are changing. Oh, more plants. Is that right? I don't know. I haven't read the piece yet. I'm I, excited uh, for Dean to recently tell me. put a plant in my bathroom. Oh, we are really bad with plants. So. Even if there was one in the bathroom, it'd be dead by now. <clears throat> oh, we have a good terror in the sky story. Speaking of bad air. Yeah, bad air. <laughs> Flight 209, you are cleared for takeoff. Roger. Get off my plane. Roger, Roger. What's our vector, Victor? Enough is enough. I have had it with these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday and Friday plane. It's Gary and Shannon's Terror in the Skies on KFI. Oh, boy. Well, there was a flight from Dubai to uh, to Amsterdam, Schiphol Airport. Say it carefully, Schiphol Airport. And um, one guy was causing quite an issue. He wouldn't stop passing gas. Two <laughs> me- two Dutchmen sitting next to him did not take very well to this flatulence. It was wind. Uh, what's funny to me is the different. There are several different ways. The British papers refer to um, what we would just simply call a fart. Um, they call them bottom burps. Mm. They call them trumpers. Trumpers. Trumps. Uh, and the person issuing them would be the trumper. Uh, breaking wind, flatulence, and uh, saying that the the pilot didn't even take the wind out of this guy's sails. Hey, uh, mm. quick gas go around. Oh, boy. <laughs> you're doing with this but yes what name would you call a fart ah gary hoffman oh i don't know i have to change one of the words i would say a log honking for the right away <laughs> maybe we'll just stick with you i all feel right. like you've got yeah, more I, think <laughs> I feel like you've got enough for all of us tell us a few more gary I like uh, this. a squeaker uh, instead of a bottom burp, I would call it a bottom cough, <laughs> depending on the violent nature thereof. In all those articles that we saw, bottom burp was my favorite. Bottom one. burp is a good one. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm gonna stick with that. One. What about an air tulip? Ooh, that's oh, a good one. Wow, that's uh, going back flowers. to the old uh, 16 candles, uh, or I'm sorry, weird science. It was a, a an air biscuit, wasn't it? I don't know. Floated an air biscuit. So, yeah, I don't know about you. Yeah. I, you know, I'm not a boy. Oh, okay. So oh, okay. I, uh, uh, I have no experience with this, and I don't uh, I don't come up with cute uh, names for nice it. Nice police strikes again. <laughs> oh, there she is. Perhaps you've heard of me. I'm Officer Farron of the Nice Police. I'd like to ask you a few questions. Well, okay, so this guy would not stop farting on the plane. The passengers were saying, dudes, you have to stop. And he said, no, 
Uh, and he refused to hold back as they as they write. I don't know anybody who has, when asked to stop doing that, has said no. A pilot even came back and talked to him. I know that the uh, planes are pressurized and everything, but there's <laughs> got to be some mechanism for opening the window just to like clear it out the, all the bad smell. Which uh, is an air like. sucker. Like I've, it's I've just smelled... a recirculating air. I mean, they got filters in there and stuff. Well, but... I I was on a flight once. It was an international flight, and I can remember that because I was worried because it was maybe in the first couple hours that somebody changed their baby right behind me, and the smell, as everyone knows, from the diaper of a baby, or anyone for that matter. Is no bueno. Yeah. Diapers do not hold in the smell. And I remember thinking, holy hell, <laughs> I'm going to have to sit like seven more hours with this smell. Right. And the worst part of it is I'm going to get used to it. <laughs> you know, I'm not even going to smell it in yeah, like an hour. Gonna it's just going to seep in. Nose um, blind. So but, that when, whenever you get off the plane, people are going to look at you and they're going to smell it on you? Yeah, but it went away pretty quickly, the smell of that diaper. So I don't know... I, I thought that it would linger just because you're in an airplane, uh, but I don't know if there's some way to, to suck up the bad smells. I, I'm not an airplane air conditioning expert. I would imagine that it recirculates pretty quickly and yeah. goes through the filters and it everything. It must it's... have because it went, it was like so terrible and then very quickly, within 10 minutes, it was all gone. Or it just burned your sense of smell. Like it, temp- it, could, like, it, like it punched that. your sense of smell yeah. directly in the face yeah. and the stunning, you, you couldn't smell um, the, the, what they ended up doing was diverting the plane. They had to make an unscheduled stop. They landed in Vienna and police came on board, took the guy who caused the ruckus because not only was it the, uh, the butt coffer guy, but it was also the guy who tried to get him to stop. And then two sisters who were seated next to them said they had nothing to do with this, but the police said that they were also part of the problem because they were originally involved in the fight over this guy and his, um, you know. Flatulence. What would you do if there was a guy on a flight that uh, kept just letting the, uh, the the bottom burps fly? Mm. Would you say something? I'd give him an Alka-Seltzer. Does it depend if you're wearing your bird shirt or not? Probably. Yeah. Probably. That makes me feel stronger. You were wearing your bird shirt on Friday night when we went bowling. And you noticed nobody bothered us. No. Not one person came up and started any trouble with us because they knew I was wearing my bird shirt. I told several people to go talk disparagingly about women within your earshot to see what would happen, <laughs> to see what the bird shirt magic would, would procure. And? I don't know. It was a protective bubble. I think everyone just looked at me like I was nuts. Clearly like a force field uh, that that surrounded our entire party. You're still wearing your medal from your high bowling score. Oh, I didn't even realize that. This? Yeah, did you wear it all weekend? No. Maybe. You wore it to bed, didn't you? No. That not all night because it, I realized when I roll over it would it would it would flip over and it would put an impression on my chest that said winner backwards. <laughs> I would just like to point out there's a little caveat. Uh-huh. That there may be the reason why you won high bowling scores because you were the only one that did not have an alcoholic beverage the entire night. <laughs> you were like sober Sally over here. Oh, so I wasn't fun? Not really. Oh, never mind. I like, I prefer you after a couple Manhattans. Well, I appreciate you gave me one and then I. And I then you gave it, it to gave someone it to else. <laughs> I have willpower, I think. I know. Um, Wow. These new sexual uh, harassment allegations, misconduct, shall we say, 
against Christina Garcia. Christina, I, I'm I don't get this. How she can. She's so shady. Man, this is the craziest. To to know that she was sitting on like the board, like the congressional board of uh, Save the Girls. And then behind behind closed doors, she's groping guys, groping genitals and buttocks. Getting handfuls of junk left and right. Playing uh, middle school kissing games. Oh, and driving lessons have started for my daughter. I have a story about the very first thing I taught her. I can't believe you did that. That's so terrifying. Uh, I don't know if it's terrifying. Gary and Shannon will continue right after this.